passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Think about poor Dana and all the stupid radio people he has to talk to and act like he likes them all day. Well, he's probably just getting started now. You think we might be his first guy? Uh, hopefully this is the early run, yeah. Yeah, and I wonder what like an average daily media junket is for him. Poor guy. There he is. Hey, hey Dana. Don't forget, it's 6 o'clock over there, Bubba, at night. Dana. Hey, guys. Oh. Yeah, no, this is the late run. I, I've been yeah. doing media all day. It's, it's, it's late here. And it sucks. You have to act like you like the guy, and the guy knows nothing, and he's just irritating, ask stupid <laughs> questions. Hopefully we're not it's on, all good. Hopefully we're not on that list, Dana. You know, we've had a little bit of a not history. Not even close. Hey, how about not not completely but completely off subject of what you're promoting in UFC 257? How about your boy Tom Brady NFC Championship game? Talk to him right after the game, man. I'm loving it. Uh, he's on fire, man. He's all pumped up and and, and ready to whoop some ass. You know, last summer, uh, I think June, my buddy Deion Sanders uh, was in town, and uh, and his son Shador was like getting some lessons from Tom, and Dion let me go, and I met Tom. And, the best, right? Oh, and Dana, I got to tell you, just the guy just has, and I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. Like, you know, I love, right. you know, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, but I met the guy, and he just, it just exhumes the it factor. Like, he's just got the it factor. And Ro- Rodgers is a great dude, too. I-, I-, I like Aaron, too. He's a nice guy. All those guys get along. Yeah, well, yeah that, that, that upper level of, you know, of quarterback. But, man, Brady is just, oh, uh, he has come to Tampa as as promised and did exactly what he needed to do, you know. How about after the game, he's throwing passes with Drew Brees' kids. One of the cutest things I've ever seen. Wasn't his daughter doing so a little cool. unreal? He, yeah, just, he's just, and so, you know, uh, Dana, If uh, so here I am a Packer fan all my life, and I didn't really like Tom Brady because, you know, he's a winner, and he always, you know, he, right. he, he always. Not, you're not supposed to. You're not yeah. supposed to like Tom Brady like, when you're a Green Bay fan. Exactly. And so, you know, I probably even talked smack about Tom Brady over the years. Like, ah, oh, screw Tom Baby and the fumble rooski and the deflate Willie and all that kind of nonsense. And then I met him, and I'm like a little bitch for Tom Brady now. I was like, man, he's the greatest guy ever. Because <laughs> he's uh, just. No, me too, man. He's just I, cool. I got a man crush on Brady, have for a long time. He's the best, and he's become a really good friend of mine, and I can't say enough good things about him. You know, like, you don't see Tom Brady get involved in any nonsense. He's just Johnny right down the middle, you know, just a good guy, hot wife, great family. You know, just you never see him getting part of any nonsense. No, never, man. All the guy does is focus on football, stays out of <laughs> Quote of the day. That actually should be his new TB12 shirt, a, a big goat turd kind of deal, right? <laughs> now, are you coming to the Super Bowl, uh, Dana? Probably not. I mean, listen, if Brady's in it, maybe I will. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be uh, insane to get tickets to this thing. But, oh, uh, like Dana White. How many people get... are they going to let him just, no, You know no, how many people are going to let go? Dana White doesn't need a tip. Come on. Dana, you're on that level now, Dana. You know that you're on that level that you show up. They're probably begging you to come to every major event. How many people they got going, you know? Jay, you have my. Have, have uh, you seen my... the stadiums? We have more stands in our stadiums than any other stadium in the entire NFL. Tampa Bay is wide open. We got COVID under control. We've got safe protocols, man. It's it's awesome. If Brady's here, come home. I think they're I think they're thinking twenty to is Seth there twenty or twenty five percent. Twenty percent. That'll go up. But all the boxes are open. Every single one at every level is open. Dana, have you? That's all, awesome, man. All, you got to love Florida, boys. In, you do. In, <laughs> all the, in all the years of being a sports promoter and, and, and owner of franchises and things like that, I can't think of any city that got screwed more than Tampa. One, WrestleMania is supposed to be here in March. Then the Lightning make the Stanley Cup playoffs have no games here. Then the Rays make the World Series 
no games here. Then Tom Brady signs to be our quarterback, would have sold out every home game they ever thought about. Nope, no games here. And then the Super Bowl comes. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad run. <laughs> I, I mean, think about the gate receipts, uh, you know, lost just in that, right? It's, it's mind-boggling. I mean, it, it, the, the number of – when you look at all these uh, – well, I'll give you an example. Last year, 2020, we were 115 million. So imagine, you know, some of these stadiums for the NFL that, like you say, with Brady and, and Tampa Bay. How, how many seats are there? Like 65,000, uh, and they would, and they had us. They were, and the minute they they announced Brady, like they were sold out. Boom. Yeah, we haven't been sold out for years. Hey, that guy must be bumming. Oh. And the money he's spending. I mean, he brought in Brady. He brought in Gronk. Um, I mean, you guys already had a, a, a stellar, solid team, and then he brings in uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, he spent some money. Hey, did you see that uh, that Brady knew Brown needed like uh, four or five passes to get an extra half a million, so he did a couple shovel pass willies to him in the last game? That's that's taking care of the boys right there. He saved his career. Yeah. You got that right. I mean, you got I, that right. That's so. I mean, you know, can and, you, Brown's like, hey, man, and, I need I need four passes, Tom. I get 500000 brother. Come on, hook, hook me up, kid. Brady's smart, man. Brady's all about bringing in people who can help you win, man. And, and uh, you know, Brady to Brown, that, that's uh... – Well, speaking of franchises, I mean, you got you probably arguably your biggest one. I mean, I, I think Dana White, even though as non-biased and, you know, as, as down the center as you're supposed to be, Connor McGregor is the all-time biggest franchise ever. Is that is, is that not right? 100%. And you got that guy, you know, fighting this weekend, 257 – uh, you know, with a possible ploy that will get which call it out of retirement if uh, if McGregor would win. Yeah, no, we, we listen. We were having a great three day. We did ABC on uh, Saturday, killed it. Um, we're supposed to be on ESPN Plus on Wednesday. They actually switched it. They're simulcasting it now on ESPN Plus and ESPN the network. That's even better. And then Saturday, the McGregor fights trending at one point five million pay per view buys. So. It is a damn good week for us. Wow. I've and, never missed a pay-per-view with McGregor ever, Bubba. Oh, I mean, you know, is, and he's just, he's just got, he's just the ultimate promoter's dream. He knows when to talk to smack. He knows when to not talk to smack. He knows when to back it down. He's exciting. He lives it oh, all on the He's fun to watch fight. I mean, yeah. the guy's fun to watch fight. He's predicting that he's going to knock out Dustin Poirier within 60 seconds. <laughs> Now, now, Dana, what's it like to deal with him? Is he is he pretty cool to deal with? Because you got to negotiate, and it's about money and all. I mean, does it get a little sticky with him sometimes? Listen, last summer he and I got into it, and uh, you know we we had a little bit of falling out. It's really the first one we've ever had in all these years. We I didn't think it, we I didn't think it was fixable, but we fixed it, and and we're cool again. Um, but yeah, I mean, with a guy like Connor, it, it, you know, it's fun. It, it, we have a good time uh, promoting these fights, doing these big fights. I mean, the kid's saying he's going to knock out the number two ranked guy in the world in 60 seconds. And normally that, that type, of, type of talk would be silly. But if you look at what he's done in the past, he said he was going to said exactly what he was going to do to, to Jose Aldo. Said exactly what he was going to do to, um, what's his name uh, in New York? Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez. Um, and, and the list goes on and on. The guy does what he says he's going to do, and that makes it fun. Now, now, Dana, when you deal with these big franchises, you know these big, the big ones over over the years. I mean, they're kind of like high strung horses a little bit. That you got to expect a little rare up here and there, or they wouldn't be the you know the 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 polarizing champion or guy that they would be. So you have to probably, <coughs> and I know that it goes from the Jones kid, you know, and then everybody in between. But I mean, it's 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 probably pretty much sucks dealing with that all the time. Well, I have 650 <clears throat> alpha male and females under contract. Wow. And every one of them have different temperaments, attitudes, um, personal problems, uh, you, you name it. Every day there's something to deal with. But uh, but not, but not for the all, most part, but, we got a really good roster of people. They're good people. Over the years, UFC, uh, uh, Dana, I'm not going to ask who the most difficult was because I think we know. But who's been the best, like the biggest star that was actually, you know, easy to deal with? You know, Ronda was it, Rousey. What's that? 
Ronda Rousey, the best ever. That makes sense. Yep, just no problem. I'll do it. You know, I'll, I'll promote it. I'll work. Whatever you need. She changed the sport. Yeah. Never said no. Yes is all she ever said. Chuck Liddell was another great uh, one. Habib Nurmagomedov is great to deal with. Um, you know. How about my- Morris Griffin? I was great to deal with. I was just going to say Forrest Christmas and and and, and and Randy Couture. Randy Couture was not no. <laughs> really? No, see, I always, I, no, Dana, on, I always thought Randy was. I always, yeah, I always thought Randy was cool. I, but no, was Randy tough? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I, I don't even want to go there. He and I haven't gone at it in a long time. Okay, and I really yeah, no. wouldn't, I, listen, Dane, I really wouldn't try to, like, you know, sabotage you or nothing. I just had Randy, Randy Couture in the studio a few times, and he just always looked like, you know, whatever. He's just pretty cool, you know, but, you know, yeah, that was years he's ago. He's one of those guys that seems like he is, but not the case. <laughs> UFC 257, uh, of course, McGregor fighting against, uh, now, he, he beat this guy once before, right? Yeah, yeah, they that? fought a long time ago, but different guys, man. You know, Poirier. Is a former world champion now, too. He's beat the who's who and the nastiest division in the sport, and he's the number two ranked guy in the world right now. McGregor's ranked number four. So that shows you what he's done, uh, you know, over the last several years, whereas he lost to Conor McGregor, but he's ranked higher than him. Yeah, he's sec- he, I think he's second and Conor's fifth, I think. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. My, my bad on the typo. Uh, it's happened on Saturday, right. January 23rd. Of course, this is Dana. We've we've had a huge relationship with Dana uh, over the years. And, Dana, man, we love having you on. And thank you for always giving us your time. I always try to make it somewhat quick because I know you got some guy in, like, uh, Iowa you have to talk to as well. But you always make time for me. And I'm so – you know, Dana, I, I've known you for God since 2006, and it's just been – it's been so cool to watch you take this brand and make it as global as you've made it. And now – you got huge networks that are looking at your template on taking things like with Fight Island and, and, and during the COVID deal. And you just, uh, I mean, I'm just really proud of you, Dana. You haven't let, you know, I know you make a ton of money, but you, you still act like you're just some kid from Connecticut. Like you're just a real good dude, my friend. And I'm so proud of you, buddy. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it, man. And continued success to you, too. All right, buddy. And uh, we'll have you on when you got the big ones. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you again, Dana. Thank you so much for always talking to us, bud. Go Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Dana. Later. Bye, buddy. This, this is the exact same disc that I used yesterday. My bad. Let me, I know you got a million things going on. I'm already working on it. Oh, thank you, my friend. No problem. You okay, buddy? Yes, sir. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, what, what, no, what, what's, what's to be sorry about? That I, yes, I, sir, I so, that, yes, sir. Sorry. Yes. I seem down. Are you? No, sir. Oh, I'm not, <laughs> sir. This isn't, this, is, this isn't the military. Like, this is... This is did you this wake is up and think... This the Bubba Love Sponge Show, buddy. We're the furthest thing from the military. Did you wake up and think you yes, were... Yes, sir, not... I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, it's, sir. It's, it's 0600 hours. Let me get up. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Aye, aye, sir. Let me watch this. What's going on, buddy? What's going Are you okay? Yeah, I was just scrambling this morning for a pen. It's kind of throwing me off. Just, <laughs> just uh, the fact that you don't have a pen and you're freaked out now. Yeah, I got a highlighter instead. <laughs> All right, and, and, and oh, you mean like some crayons? You mean for like various inputs into the trapper deal yeah. and things like that? Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous. You're gonna throw a lot of information my way. Oh, how you, I am. I know. Well, how, what, when, how do you know? How do you know what I'm? I can't even tell you what I'm gonna do. This because that's pen. the way that's the way it works for me in my life. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the cookie crumbles. It means that now I don't have a pen. You're gonna come at me with something to t- write down, and I don't like writing in the trapper with a sharpie or a. Uh, Holy crap! Give this guy a pen. Here it comes. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, I, had a, I had a dead throw. You did. Perfect. He wasn't even paying attention. Absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. Bring it back. I'll throw it to you again. Again. I don't know where it is. Oh, oh Jesus. my God, he lost. I just did, threw you one of my big velocities. No, Lummy, you got to find the pen he just threw oh. you. <laughs> he, he's sitting there with his hands waiting for you to throw another one. Lummy, that was a that was a high dollar one point six super glide, buddy. Come on. Lummy, did you malfunction last night? Did you fall in water or something? What what no, happened? He's, he's malfunctioning now. Yeah, my, Lummy, got it. I have it. 
Let me, let me right. put yourself in rice, please. Bubba, right. <laughs> Bubba, he's short-circuiting right in front of us. I know, yeah, so what do you do? You put is. it in rice. I don't know. Three, three minutes into the show. Microwave them. So you've got to throw them away and get a new lummy. Dan, what is the premise, like, you know, smart guy stuff, like, with regards to, and it's worked, I've got my iPhone submerged in water, like, real quick. And put it in rice, and it was completely done. And I put it in rice for like a day or two, and mysteriously absorbs all the water. Yeah, it yeah. sucks it out. Rice acts as, out. A, as a desiccant, so it just slowly yes. sucks it out. Yep. Can you eat it afterwards? Could you? Yeah, you Why could. Not? I'm just asking. You can. Has anybody has anybody had to do that before? Yes. No. It's unsuccessfully. Yes. Oh, it didn't work. It didn't. It well, I tried it. A, I think I think it's the length of time that it's under. Like if it, you know if it's under for a while. David Hernandez, ten dollars cash. Well, and most I'll, most new phones, at least nicer ones, are also waterproof. Yeah, the newer ones are way better about that. Are you seeing Blitz the new? I think it would be the Samsung now equivalent to the iPhone twelve. They got they got their brand new deal now. Have you seen it? Not yet. The new Samsung like G twenty one or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still the one that folded was kind of cool until it didn't fold anymore. Is that what happens? That's why I don't see them. Well, that so they put like a protective layer on it that was not supposed to be peeled off and people thought that you had to peel it off when you first bought it. So they'd peel off this layer and it would just screw the phone up. Oh, but it was really a like a stock issued layer that you're supposed to have. Yes. And people just thought it was like those, you know, shipping uh, deals. Yeah, the ones that people find so satisfying to Did, tear off. Uh, let, no, let me ask you a question. I'm the kind of guy that if I get something that has one of those protective layers, I try to keep it on as long as I can yeah, I bef- too. before I peel it back. I, I feel like too. I'm getting a little extra protection or something like that. I agree. So, Lummy, are you okay? Or did yes, you, I got did, my, did you and your wife fight? No. Uh, <laughs> We had a great night last night. What did you and your wife do? I mean, I want you to give me from the time you walked home from work. Um, <laughs> Wait, wait. Say, say that again? From the time that you walked in from work. Oh, oh. I thought you said walked home. Oh, yeah. From the time that you walked in from work. By the way, Lummi, is today garbage day? Yeah, I took everything out. Okay. I, I do have some stuff out back. Okay. Um, And I, I, I brought a, a trash bag from home because I Tara's really, really mad how much trash I generate. And she's like, why don't you start taking your trash home, I mean, to work with you and keep it out of the house because, like... We're going to need a burn pit here soon because it's, like, overflowing. Yeah, I'm just saying. But, like, she it has one of those, you know, just her and her husband, they have one of those, you know, county or city-issued, you know, big, big Yeah, trash that's when you ask a neighbor if you can use their can. Well, that's what my neighbor did with me. I had, He had some overflows. Like, can I borrow your can? I said, hell yeah. Yeah, well... Greg, you know. come on over, buddy. She, I'm stuffing her. Those mids. I've been, <laughs> I've been stuffing her can now, so it looks like it's you Whoa. know like it's, like it's always hanging out, like it's never shut. Gross. It's always just you know it's jamming thought, at the seams, and she's like, "Bubba, it looks like so embarrassing that we have the most trash now." I thought you always have Lummy do that illegal dumping around here for the trash that's, that's at the BRN studio. So why don't you just do illegal dumping around Terrace neighborhood? I don't, know if, I don't know if this has ever been part of a Price is Right. I don't right. think most people know what that even means. Yeah, I don't think most people even know. Oh, I've heard them. That means, shut up, we may have to talk about something off mic. Oh, no. Yeah. Which we really can't do anymore. <laughs> well, I, well, we, yeah. well, you guys can, I guess. Well, no, not really. If I if I talked hot mic, I mean, if I talked off, off terrestrial mic, the hot mic's still on, ain't it? Well, only during the hot mic part. Like right now, if you turn all the mics off, you guys could talk. Oh, you couldn't hear me? Uh, no, I can't hear you either. Really? Let's, yeah. let's check it out. Did you hear it somehow through a I pipe did. in, Willie? I did. Hope, <laughs> hope you know I was just kidding, yeah? Okay. Did the, did the hot mic people hear it? Nope. Oh, so now you got capabilities, so you can be listening in at any time. That's nice to know all the meetings I've had in here. He's got a lot of capabilities. Man, no wonder he knows everything. He pipes <laughs> in when I'm in your piping. He's got a bug on you, too. He probably does. Another people in the chat going, no audio, no audio. <laughs> Just for a second, please. Seth, we do not eagle illegal dump or use anybody else's uh, dumpsters around here, buddy. We really don't. No, no, I, no. Of course not. Yeah. It, I just all theater of the mind radio nonsense. We're, what business are we in? We're in the show business. Yeah, there you go. I made a big deal with a couple guys somewhere else to dump our trash there, which is what I did yesterday. We you got a ton. Deal? We got yes. a ton. But anyway, out back, let me. I have this. I have this trash bag that I bought because I parked my, my truck out back. And um, in just a little bit of time, I came into the, uh, the building this morning, and then I went back out to go get Seth's uh, Seth'siety uh, artwork that I made for him. Uh, and uh, there was this huge coon, oh, go just <laughs> ravishing through my trash bag. Oh, oh no! Coons don't care about trash bags. 
They go right through him. Yep. And he yeah. was just straight. He was eating a chicken bone. Oh, man. It's like, man. They're scary. Get there? They're scary, man. When you lock oh, eyes. Sometimes they're big, too. When you lock eyes with a raccoon and they're just like in the middle of the night and they just like, there's that glistening off their eyes and they don't even move when they see you because they're not scared of humans anymore. No, because they got like, and they may have a tinge of rabies on them. Of course. Are they right. rodents? Just a tinge. Are they just a rodents? Tinge. They're not rodents, right? Dan, what is what is rabies? Is it a vi- is it like the they're it's a, a virus? It's they're a, equivalent to the corona. Yeah, and what it does is it goes into your brain, and so when you, you have an animal, when you have an animal bite you, they kill the animal and dissect the brain to see if the rabies is in the brain. But is rabies just like a way an animal kind of goes insane? Yeah, it makes them go crazy. Because yeah, it's an infection in their brain. So since it's a brain deal, then it kind of. It changes their behavior probably more than physicality, right? Right. And when you're once Seth, you maybe, have it, Seth, maybe you got human rabies. It's, I mean, do you think that could be a possibility? Well, it affects your brain. The, the but treatment for that sucks. Yeah. You, once you once it makes it to your brain, you're done. That's why if you get it like in your hand, you have a certain number of days to to treat it before you can so essentially you, so die of rabies. So does do humans if they get rabies from an animal? And it's not treated, it goes to the human's brain and yeah, he starts right. going like, like he's Charlie going, Sheen. Exactly. Like rabid. <laughs> like, you know, like if people say hi to you and you're like, I don't like, know if you start doing that, but you probably would be absolutely psychotic. Really? Is there, has there been any studies about, okay, let's let this guy get rabies and ride it out so we can see what happens? I'm sure there's been humans that have had full blown rabies. They did that with syphilis. And, I, I, they did do that with syphilis. <laughs> didn't, and, now I'm laughing. That's didn't horrible. Al Capone have syphilis of <laughs> the yes, brain? Yes. No, Dan, so did so they uh, treated Benjamin him, Franklin. They treated him with mercury. He died of syphilis. But, Dan, now this is a medical question, okay? I'm listening. I want everybody to understand this is a medical question. Do you get syphilis first on the penis? And then it goes to the brain. Is there any yeah, other so way to get syphilis like besides? Ten years. I, I, you know, I'm sure you could get just a straight up blood infection from it if someone had it, like, and you got their blood. But usually, the way you get it is you end up with like a little sore, like a scab on your penis, and that's the and you ride it out, and then you ride it out, and then all of a sudden you got syphilis and don't realize it. And if it let, if you let it go for about ten to fifteen years, it will eat away your brain. Oh, really? It that's takes a long time. Didn't Ben Ben Franklin die of syphilis? Maybe I don't know. So I does that mean? I mean, but <laughs> so is that meaning you didn't get a chance to treat Brandon, did you know? Huh? You didn't get a chance to treat Mr. Franklin now, did no, you? No, he didn't call me for the hydroxy. Either. No. It was, boy, and it would have been. Tank guy. But his but his next door neighbor's long guy did. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy's gonna be on the air, by the way, later today. Oh, let's talk about let's talk about lawn dogging and podcasting. <laughs> It's asking Seth to produce his Lawn Dog ca- uh, co- podcast. I promise I'll call Andres later. I just didn't have a chance today. Please, 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 please record talking. it. I want to see what the big thing is here. And Seth, do it like an interview. So, Andre, tell us about your background in radio and why, you know, why, well, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm a thousand percent sure that he has never heard of uh, me at all. So I'm really trying to figure out how I approach this. Nah, whole he thing. knows your name is. He knows your name. He knows your he name knows you is, are. right? Does he know anything about it? Does he, what if we gave him some show trivia? Oh, I'm sure he'd do really, really, really well. Really? I mean, he's no, a, is he a come fan on. of the show. I mean, he listens to the show. I don't know how well he'd be with the uh, trivia. Okay. Well, anyway, Andre, uh, I'm getting ready to possibly. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, Andres, I'm getting ready to possibly cancel Dana White and the Nine, so we can stick it. Uh, Andres was only available. It's compelling, man. Compelling. Compelling of about what? What does he do? He's a sports guy. But is he a sports guy, or is he like a published in, in a? No, come on, Bubba. No, he's a, he, has he's a, a, he's he owns a, a TV, Bubba. He owns his TV and ESPN <laughs> app. Just listen, Bubba. He's got the ESPN app and he owns a TV, buddy. He's the next Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And again, he's not distributed by any other means. He's just a I guy. He's just he's so. just a guy who knows about sports. Yeah, and wants to be a podcaster. Wow. He idolizes this app. I can't wait. <laughs> You know, he's got a poster of Seth on his wall. If he if he if he does if he <laughs> does trophy. indeed idolize Seth, then let's go through do some Seth trivia before you know like you know hey Andre, what was Seth's first radio station here in Tampa? You know that he should know. It was Fisher and Boy ninety seven F. Everybody knows that. Yeah, and then he went on to the next level with probably one of the most you know one of his most favorite people ever to work for the. Jay Donovan. Jay Donovan. Yeah, you didn't know that either, Dan. I was going to say Drew Grabo. Who, who that was worse to work with, J- uh, Jade or, or Drew? Oh, uh, Drew. Drew by far. Jade, Jade is just an absolute 
Beautiful one. <laughs> oh, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I was going to ask Seth, but yeah. Buffalo works too. <laughs> no, just, you know, I'm just giving you my thirty thousand you know feet view no, uh, okay. from a major major radio uh, professional such as myself. Jade was worse. Really? She's yeah. so hot though. She's just, just so. Oh my god. That's I all guess, I'm saying. I guess that's what a lot of people said. Never, never. Was there, was there was there all kinds of dudes in the building trying to get it? Um, I don't know. She was just so bitchy that I don't she, think. Any, is she pretty? Yeah, she's. She, let me send me a picture. <laughs> and not not one for the last couple of years. Like you know, when she was on with Regis or something like Back that. Back in the nineties. No, no, she did do a couple of days with Regis when Kathy Lee got uh, breast cancer or something like that. She really? Yeah. Well, uh, when they were replacing Kathy Lee, they had before like a whole, Kelly. Yeah, they had a whole big contest. Who's going to be the next Yippee Yo? Oh, and Jade actually did a show. She did a great job. She looked beautiful. <laughs> Did I, did I mention that? Yeah, yeah. Man, this is why I'm a little bit worried about uh, Saturday or Sunday's game. I am a little concerned. Um, my Packers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the go, NFC go. Championship game. Here's what I'm uh, oh. Got distracted. Some, is this a Jay Donovan deal here? Yeah, it's an audition tape for Regis and Kelly. Oh, it is? All right, hold on. Love Regis and Kelly, and I've always wanted to do television. Dan, you don't think that she's a very attractive woman? She's adorable. When I got the call, I was so excited. My coworkers actually got my reaction on tape. No way! I got the call to be on Regis and Kelly. I can't stop dancing. It's so- <laughs> okay. Seth might have been right. Yeah. Quite the visionary. Quite the gauge of talent. She looks like she can Seth Kushner, I'm on bended knee asking for forgiveness, my friend. That's all right. That's my right. penis was talking for me. My brain was not. Oh, I didn't. I had no choice. That was when they got rid of everybody at 97X. And, okay. Yeah. She looks no. like she can crawl a lot. Well, she, I don't know. She's just. She's just big not, arms. She's got, no, she didn't have big arms at all. She's very beautiful. She's a fourth chair that is at number one because of her looks. Hey, well, well, I've been with a few of those in my life. <laughs> Fourth and attitude, number one in looks, usually gets you number one in looks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why the radio business is thriving right yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> the, the demise of radio is when you guys start having to see me. Oh, my God. When I was the Wizard of Oz and you couldn't see me, it was real fun. Thought I was black. You thought I was a Hispanic. You thought I was skinny. You thought I was fatter than I already am. It's crazy. Uh, this is what's got me a little concerned, Seth Kushner, being a big sports guy. We're talking to Andre later today. Us sports guys have got to stick together. I'm going to take on this. <laughs> uh, Buccaneers got uh, Via off of the injured reserve. This guy is an absolute beast. Yes. yes. Like, he is an absolute beast. A run-stuffing monster. Yeah. And, uh, well, so he's been at, so he has three weeks to be able to come back and play. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to even play. They might see him for three weeks and go, Hey, you're not, you're not well enough to play. Or he might be ready to play this week. I don't know, but either I think, way, I think you get that guy in it under any conditions you can. He's just such a, such a huge impact on run stopping. He's a, is, he's a, he's a load. What was his injury? I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, off syphilis. His knee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll play this week, Bubba. They're probably holding out hope that he could return for the Super Bowl in a few weeks, but I don't think he'd be coming off injured reserve. He you don't probably think so? He probably needs a couple of weeks of conditioning and all that before he, he's ready to play. No, to that's his... what they do during injury reserve. He's been conditioning. Yeah. He's been training. He's been, he's been doing rehab. They are intense. It's, so, it's more work than practicing. When you're on injured rehab, I've always – Dan, you can validate this. You were a team doctor for six years. Like They report – uh, to 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 the headquarters the same time as the other guys and while the other guys are watching film and practicing they're just busting their ass on rehab deal. Yep, the whole entire time. It's not fun. Do they have like a whole wing of rehab, like a whole rehabilitation deal? Um, you know the, the new Buck facility is really pretty and really nice, and the training room is like the size. Of, the training room is bigger than the studio. And attached to it's like the uh, the underwater swimming treadmill. Yeah, um, I saw that when I did the tour. ice baths and. Some of the other rooms, so they have plenty of plenty of room for this stuff. But do and they have like 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 um, rehabilitative doctors and staff? You know, to the to- trainers do a lot of the uh, rehab exercising, and they're in communication daily and multiple times during the day with the medical staff. But the trainers usually run the rehab part of it, and so while the guys are practicing, they're they're doing the rehab stuff with the guys in the same weight room. It's just that the guys are outside and these, you know, they're doing the rehab inside. Now, what, do the team doctors for the Bucks are they the ones that pro, that that provide the necessary surgeries, or are those all specialized? Both. And a lot of both. times, out of town and, and stuff like that. It's both. It depends. 
On what type, right? Depends on the, the surgery, yes. I like your dad was always kind of the hernia guy, was he not? He, you know, uh, Terrell Owens came to Tampa to get his hernia fixed. I mean, you know, back in dad. the day, yeah, back in the day, anyone in the country that had a sports hernia went to Tampa for it. And so, just like there's that guy Andrews, up uh, for, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, yeah, for your knee, exactly. And he was he was the knee guy for 25 years. And there's a shoulder guy, and there's you know there's a hip guy, and there's a hand guy. But Why is the hernia a common injury in football? Farts hurt people too, a thousand bits. It became, it was a sports hernia, and first of all, guys that get hernias usually show up, the hernia shows up between 15 and 25, and so when you're an athlete that's really thin and straining a lot, those hernias tend to show up, plus... And your dad, though, at one time, while he was practicing within the league, was was the hernia guy for no matter who, if the guy played for the Chargers or, or for the Bucks. Yep, right? yep. He had done more than anyone else in the country at some at one point. And so, the, why, why, do these, why do they happen uh, to athletes... Between 20, 15 and 25. They happen, you know, hernias happen to people. Usually you see a hernia in a person somewhere between 15 and 25, the early hernias. What's that sound? I got something turned up. The hell? Not me. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, it's intro music. Your intro music's playing somewhere. There it goes. It's gone. It was, it was, it seemed like it was coming through your mic. Lummy, were you doing uh, royalty-free music over there? Lummy, were you doing? What are were you, you doing, Lummy? Were you putting your? Were you putting together your royalty-free? Be honest, buddy, because it wasn't coming through any of my pots. I'm a radio professional of 36 years. Uh, no, I, I was just taping notes. No music up. I thought maybe you were maybe going through some, you know, your royalty needle. No big, no, no big I, deal. I wait to do that at home. Oh no, Lummy's sad. Well, oh no, because I, so I, I don't. I didn't know what was going on. Are you sad about Vita Vea? No, he's good. He who, do you, who do you who do you initially almost got almost a thousand people in in chat? This is six twenty. Yeah, wow. I got six. I got six forty nine. So uh, got something I was just asking. I forgot. I think was Dan was saying, saying the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Nobody knows what anybody's eight, talking about here. It's eight forty. <laughs> it's eight forty nine. Oh, Lummy, who do you like for the game Sunday? Packers, Bucks. I'm sorry, but I like the Bucks. Really? Yeah. And tell me why. I mean, I'm, the Bucks scared the hell out of me based on what they did to the Packers the first game. I don't know how much weather conditions are really going to matter. I mean, I, it's going to be cold though. Yeah, the Bucks don't like the cold. They'll matter to everybody. Uh, to a lot of people, just uh, you know, uh, not Tom Brady. I don't think he'll be affected by it. I don't either. Those yeah. other guys aren't used to playing in January. Uh, well, you know, and, and Wisconsin, Gronkowski is. Yeah, so Antonio Brown uh, played in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh <laughs> right. There's, there's so, like 70 guys on a team. That's all we need. And I think the offensive lineman from Iowa probably you know, did a couple snow games too. So we're good, right? Yeah, that redheaded guy? Yeah. He's nasty, isn't he? Ended he? Up, you know what? He ended up being a, an immediate starter. Yeah. Like an absolute day one starter. Did you see him? He put a guy on the ground last weekend. I mean, really just I forget what his he name is. He owned him. He owned him. Jensen? Are you talking about Ryan Jensen, the center? Yeah. No, no, I'm Bob talking about talking the, guy, about from the tackle. guy from Iowa. The first-round pick this year. Did, and he ended up, Lummy, uh, didn't he end up stepping first, up and just starting worst, immediately? Worst? Yeah, yeah. and worst. He yeah. had a good year. He had a great year. He doesn't get beat much. Lummy, was he right tackle or left? He's right tackle this year. Uh, Fat Donovan Smith is uh, the starter at left tackle. Do you that guy is absolutely worthless. You don't like him? No, he's a horrible. Why don't you put the worst guy over to the left and put the horrible Willie it's, over to the they're right? They're so specialized. That, you know, you know, I think remember, they are, though. Soon. There, there was a guy, um, what's his name, Kenyatta Walker, and mm-hmm. they're like, and they tried to move him to the other side, and he didn't do well. And he said, when all you guys are writing about how badly I did, take your pen and put it in your left hand and then write it and tell me how good it looks. Mm. So these guys are so specialized in what side they work on, it's very difficult for them to just flip. I can't write left-handed. Can you, Dr. Dan? <laughs> Not well. I can't write well oh. right-handed. Guess what I, guess what I got. My come. kid's failing handwriting. Your kid's failing handwriting. Failing handwriting. Hold on. How does your kid fail handwriting? Because he writes like a clown. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, don't you got heat on that deal? I mean, yeah, I got a lot of heat kids on that deal. Like Dan, Dan, Dan I, like I can't, I can't, I can't teach my kid some of the stuff. Like my kid's a senior in high school, and some of the stuff I just don't know. Well, let me be honest with you. Most of the stuff I can't figure out. It's like a new way of math and a new way of all this stupid confusing. nonsense. Well, 
I think the one thing I could do is teach him how to write a little bit neater. I mean, you tell him to make a circle, he makes an oval. It's just frustrating. You know, it's just frustrating. Have you slapped know. him upside the back of the head? No. <laughs> I'm not I'm not big on that corporal stuff. Do but... you believe that's a skill like handwriting that he's going to actually need down the road? No, I don't think it's a skill he's going to need at all. Okay. So <laughs> you... I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think anybody's going to need to know how to write anymore. How old is he? Who do you think has the, the, like the neatest nine. Who do you think has the neatest handwriting here? At, oh, obviously the you. chick. No, it's actually Bubba. No, Bubba's got really? great handwriting. Yeah. You think so? It's better than, it's better than Mana's? Yeah, mine's not great. Bubba, you wouldn't have asked the question about handwriting. You already knew the answer. No one goes, hey, who's got the best handwriting around here? You know it's you. No, I do not. Yes, you do. Uh, no, I do not. And so, and You've got the fancy celebrity. You, you can read it. It's nice. It's legible. It, yeah, legible, but it's got that flair of the cursive flair. Oh. The big B that uh, you make. I was gonna, I was nice. Have, I was going to have everybody sign their name on a piece of paper. And, oh. Signing and, isn't and, handwriting. And, and, and do our daily cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, now that's just a low blow, does Seth Kushner. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mike, that is cute? just an absolute <laughs> I was going to have everybody write their name on paper and pass it around. <laughs> By the way, I called 18 numbers yesterday uh, looking for Andres because Dr. Dan's uh, uh, handwriting is so bad. So I didn't figure out the number. I couldn't figure out the number. I did 18 different combinations. And when you're a yeah. doctor, do you just write like a dick just because that's what doctors do? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like you could make it much nicer, but oh, you're definitely. a doctor. And so you just make it, you know, like a dick. Just <laughs> yep, there's exactly. A, there's a Curb Your Enthusiasm bubble where Larry David brings a note to a pharmacist because he can't read it, and he figures pharmacists have to read uh, poor uh, handwriting for <laughs> doctors. They're used, the do- they're used to doctor writing, yeah, right? Yeah, so I brought it to the doctor to see, brought it to the pharmacist to see if he could read what was on the note. That's so funny. But, uh, you know, we use, like, little uh, abbreviations and stuff, so that's why when you're trying to look at it, it doesn't make any sense. So, so is that it's why, supposed like, to be you, a little weird. You guys, so. you guys got, like, some insider yeah. terms. Yeah. They know that whether it's, you know, white trash with Todd Klim trying to get some pain pills exactly. or, uh, you know, a real doctor. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But now they got all these e-scripts, so it takes some of that fun out of it. But My one doctor, man, he just retired, Dr. Cheramonti, and he had this thing, Dan, it looked like... um. It was a neck. It was a necklace, and it had like a little digital screen on it. And every time he would enter in your medication uh, into the system, the the F uh, what is it? The DEA would f- sends a code to this little display that he's got, and he has to put it immediately in, like within it's like a chip reader for a credit yeah, card. Yeah, so it just keeps changing. That's interesting. So, like, if you would like write uh, a prescription that had any type of opiate, you know, type deal, and you would say like, you know. Uh, Percocet 10, 325, uh, eight of them, you know, for whatever. Because they have to be really, they can't be really aggressive on that kind of stuff. Not anymore. You can't give them more than seven days worth. Right. And so it would then generate a code that he had to input on, on the system to, you know, verify that an Adidas doctor was doing it. Yeah. The protections are, are greater and greater. We have to actually look up a, uh, a person's drug history before we can give them a narcotic. You do? There's a, there's a, yeah, it's called E-Force, and it's a website that kind of like takes care of any prescription goes through that. And so when you- So like if, if somebody just went for some just like, I don't know, uh, like yeah, know, so hydro- ibuprofen or something like that. No, no, it's mostly for controlled substances. So like if I were to, before I can write you a, a script for Percocet, I get your E-Force and it says all the narcotics, the benzodiazepines, all the, all the sketchy drugs that you've had in the last few years. And then it rates you. Gives then, you a number. And gives like, you a rating of how yeah. much of a crackhead you are. Yep, and exactly. people that go to like pain management, they have to take drug tests. And like if you're prescribed oxycodone, you cannot have hydrocodone in your system. Correct. Otherwise, they won't give you either. That's yep. why I blitz and I don't go to those places. Well, no one should. Yeah, exactly. Those pill mills. I don't even know they're around anymore, are they? They are. There's they are. a few, but yeah, they're hard to find. So, Dan, you, they, they get your social, your date of birth, whatever. They put your information. And then this, 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 this screen comes up and it says, okay, you know, Bubba Clem. Three hundred twenty-three, and it lists. Woo, that's high. It lists. Oh, I have you. Have you ran my numbers? <laughs> you just did. Well, yeah, that's just that's just like a typical number you get, like in the three hundreds or two fifties or four hundreds. If they're if they're on a lot of drugs, you get a number it's like, like a credit score for drugs. Now uh, you want the number lower. Doctor Dan had to run the numbers on your fish tank guy the other day, Bubba, and he was on a seven twenty-two. <laughs> now Dan, is it? But does it break? Was. Like you know, what if it's not anything? Like what if it's like a an, an, an antibiotic or like you know nope. uh, anti-inflammatory nope. or you know a heartburn medicine? 
Nope. It's not, just that is the not So the stuff. score that you get is the hard score. The hard score. And you obviously want that. What? Not mentioning any person's name, even gender, where they live. What's one of the higher? Like, like what's a high score you've seen before? Sixes, high sixes, six hundreds. Yeah, high six hundreds. Now at that I don't point, know how they make that score. It's just a random. It's just their way of, six, of, of okay, making it easier for you to. That's like Prince. To that, is that, that's like what, what Prince's rating was, right? When he was going to all those different. Oh uh, yeah, it was probably like eight hundred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was going to all those different Walgreens in Minnesota. So Dan, if you if you go if you go and you're going to prescribe, you say you you had a woman or a, a guy that came in and had a procedure where it would require he had, Percocet. you know, a few Percocets, you know, eight, right. ten, twelve, however many. You I know. would normally give like forty. I know. Those days are over. No, I can still give 40. I just can't give, like, 60. All right. So you're going to give this guy 40 because he had a rhinoplasty. He's going to have a lot of pain. You know, whatever. Okay? Mm-hmm. But that be that would be, a, like, a guy-type a guy type surgery that you would probably, you know. Yeah, of course. Know. All right. So he's got a full-blown uh, nose job slash rhinoplasty. You give, him, you give him 40. You go to look up his number, and it's like, you know, this guy's, this guy's Johnny Pill guy. Do you, at that point, have to back it down a notch so that you can say to the feds, hey, I—, I I wasn't trying to, you know, uh, help his his obvious opiate addiction. Well, that's that's the whole thing. That when you see a high number like that, or you see that someone's had like you know fourteen Percocet prescriptions in the last six months, then you have to like sort of you know step back a second and, and have a conversation like what's going on. Now, do you talk to them? Yeah. And like, so- how do you, how would you say that? Let's say you're walking in the in the room, and I you know you're going to give me some pain pills for my new. Uh, I I tried to de gorilla my nose. And and you see that I had you know a lot of a lot of pain prescriptions. What do you say to me? I'm like, dude, what's up with all this narcotics? Try what's a monster. All the yeah, man, they're good, aren't they? Uh, man, I'm like, I'll tell you what's why? up with them. I'll tell you what's up with them. Uh, well, how fast de- can I get? They're delicious, man. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you're using those, and I'm not giving you any more then. Oh man, come on, dude. I know where you live. You got plenty of Percocets. I'm going to man, Mexico. Man, I know what show. I'm I shut people down. But a lot that, that I don't get that because well, you get in trouble. Yeah, laser my bush, dude. Okay, please. Dude, laser my bush, man. I uh. I'm going to be just like the people in your neighborhood, bushless, man. <laughs> Move it on up. Come on. I can't drive a pesta, man, but I can get some, uh, you know, hair off my pube, brother. Come on. Give me the Vikes, bro. Fill a big <clears throat> trash bag and put it in your neighbor's trash can. What is the most industrial strength painkiller? Like, it just in- Morphine? No. Oh, yeah. we, 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 it's, it's Morphine's the best. I mean, you They know, make for, morphine for pills? pills? Yeah, I but they're like really ten work. milligram wellies. Yeah, right? they, they don't do. work. No, they they you gotta be like in a hospital to get more. It's better IV. Yeah. What 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 works? What pain pill seems your patients Oxycontin, are telling you? Percocets. Percocets really? are the best. Yeah, yeah. there's dilaudid. It's oxycodone. Di- so. Yeah, oxycodone works really well. Dilaudid yeah. works okay. Demerol doesn't work at all. Demerol is useless. Three like a uh, Darvacet. That's useless. Like what? I get into making nauseous. So, so perk would be like a 10, 325, yeah. Yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had someone try to come to you to get a procedure just for the pills? I've had a couple of people where I thought about that. But most of the time when I have a problem with pills, it's that they're, they're a, an addict and they're on those, like, like, um, like not Narcan, but... Uh, like fentanyl? No, they're on that. They're on that like that chronic oh, pain. Me- yeah, stuff like that. That chronic pain medicine. That's methadone. Sort of a nar- yeah, methadone. It's sort of a narcotic, but it's not really. It doesn't give you the euphoria, but doesn't make it. Yeah, suboxone. Better. And if you get if you take a narcotic with it more, it'll make you, you sick. sick. Yeah. Exactly. They Sub-utex. do that with like an abuse for people with alcohol. Yep. Well, with so- methadone, man, they have to go like every morning to like this little little <laughs> methadone clinic. Isn't and that you to, have to wean you off heroin? I guess yeah, it's a substitute essentially. It doesn't use. They, they don't really wean people off with it. They just kind of sub it in uh-huh. instead. So, so is, when is, they add that stuff, it's hard to give Percocet on top of it. Uh-huh. They, they get sick, right? So I end up giving like Toradol. Hello, who's this? In Charleston. Uh, who from Charleston? Mike. Hey, by the way, Blitz, we need to get a hold of Ray Ray from Charleston, our board op. He was at the party on Saturday. Yes, yeah, we, we thought we can get his thirty uh, for thirty thousand f- feet view of the whole deal. Right. He, Yes, sir. Go ahead. From Charleston. All right. Hey, this is uh, Dr. Dan. Uh, my wife saw, uh, watched the video on TikTok last night of this plastic surgeon, Dr. Dan Aronoff. I don't know if his name. And how do you have the stomach to do this stuff? He's showing videos of the inside of the skin after he cut all the skin, extra skin off. You know, it's, it's, it's the first day of medical school. You're with 100 kids that are all excited to be doctors. And with the entire group, you go down and you meet the cadavers. And so you think it's going to be really scary, but because there's 99 other people doing it, it's that crowd mentality. You just kind of get over it. And when it comes to, like, real-life stuff, as long as the person's not wailing in pain and it doesn't stink, I'm okay with it. 
But if it smells or the person's awake, like the hardest job I think in society Poop. is the paramedic. Because the ER no, not even the ER doctors, no. the paramedic, because they catch him. Because he's right there as a no you know. pain medicine, immediate injury, sees the dirt and the grime and the bone sticking he see, out. He sees the hamburger meat on the skin. Right, it's it's got to be the t- most difficult job is those first responders. The guys who have, so have to sta- respons- stabilize it just enough to get him to the hospital. That's right? decap, our hero, our <laughs> first responder hero. <laughs> they are really heroes to me because I know what they have to see and have to hear and have to smell and have to feel. Jeez, and it's disgusting. Dan's it's big really on difficult. the smells and the worst part. It smells huge. You can't forget smells. Oh, God. They have to get permission permission to give them a lot of drugs before they give it to them. Sir, the you're paramedic? dying. I know. Yes. Yes. yes They're not allowed to just give them stuff. They have to so, call it in and ask. So by the time they get to me, they usually have an IV. They're usually sedated a little bit. They've calmed down a little bit. Most of the big stuff's cleaned up. You know, it, it wasn't as bad. But Dan, like on the, on the street level, paramedic style, what is... Like, is there certain levels of care they can go to and then stuff that they can't? Or can they do anything in the field to save your life? No, because they don't know how to do everything in the field. Like, they're not going to crack your chest open and start doing cardiac massage in the field. That's okay. just not happening. No, but even, even a lot of medications, Bubba, they have to call it in yeah. first and ask before they give it they're to like them. They're like a nurse. Like, can, tra- can they run a trach? They can intubate. But I don't know that they can do. Probably not. Uh, a, they can intubate, but they can't put the hole in the neck and, and do that one. The crike. Oh, is that is that the is that one? What's what's the what's the sketchiest? Is it the trach? It's pretty sketchy. Like I remember once I was moonlighting in some rural hospital, and an ambulance came to meet the helicopter to take him to a real hospital. But on the while they're waiting for the helicopter, you were in the you were at the middle hospital. No, I was in the little crappy little hospital in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana, moonlighting. You know, trying to make my fifty bucks an hour. Right. Trying and, to bang a Cajun woman. Yeah, yeah trying, to bu- <laughs> trying to bang some 19-year-old Cajun candy striper. Oh, hold on. Hold on, yuckle. Those hospitals. <laughs> those about hosp- a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about a gato. So in the swamp. The big Italian penis. <laughs> gonna go catfish on. Yo, go saints. Conversation. Want to go to Mardi Gras? In those hospitals, the candy strippers are about ninety. Okay, so anyway, there's about one. You're moonlighting. You're moonlighting at, at a Cajun, you know, a Cajun three-story hospital here, right? Not even. Some of them are one stories. All right, so I mean, they're like they're like a ranch house. So the, the helicopter comes in with a code nine or what? No, the helicopter's not there. The ambulance is waiting on the damn helicopter to take the kid to Baton Rouge. The kid got shot in the face. All oh, right, and um, and you're the ER doctor. I'm the ER doctor, and they're supposed to bypass me, not even. Interact with me. Just use the helipad. Because he's talking to the cage on woman. Yeah, yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy trying to get some. I can't say the guy's face. I'm with the cage on 19 year old. Rub a hole. Trying to figure out what swamp I'm going to pick up at later. <laughs> We're going to We're gonna have a crawfish boy a little bit later. I'm going to bang her over the crawfish bowl. A toupee. I got no time for this gunshot wound in the face. <laughs> And we do the worst Cajun impersonation. <laughs> we do the worst Cajun impersonations. <laughs> All right, Dan, so you got the candy striper, uh, the Cajun candy striper in a buffalo stance in, in ER2. And yeah, next thing you know, the call room. Next thing you know, uh, you know, Black, Black Wolf Down coming down. Black Hawk Down's coming in. Yeah, runs in and goes, we lost the airway. Can you help? I'm like, uh, sure. You know, I always say yes. And so I run outside and I literally had learned how to do this procedure the day before. At school. At school. Well, in my residency, I just actually, I'd, I'd learned how to do it on paper months before, but I never actually physically had done it. So I literally, like a couple of days before this, I had to do an emergency crike, which is like an emergency trach. And we have to cut the neck and put the tube in. Oh. So, oh, crikey. So these guys are like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, give me a knife. And oh. so I, I cut the guy's throat, stick the tube in, go back inside. And that straight pimp. I did. Just it when just... I thought Dan over, you know, kind of a little bit overstepped at times. I mean, that bitch can cut your throat and put a tube in. <laughs> yep. So Andre also... will be calling you later today, buddy. Yep. Dan, <laughs> Dan just doesn't want to be bothered. You know, I think that's the thing. It's like, geez, you idiots. I'll cut this guy's neck so I can go back to yeah, doing whatever exactly. I was doing. Yeah, back to the buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Went back to the to the to the room three Buffalo Cajon. To alligator wrestle. So um, sorry there, uh, Tote. I had to put a tube down a guy's throat. So saves his life. <laughs> he goes to the hospital. Then he, when the helicopter gets to the hospital, the admitting doctor calls me up. Pissed. Oh. I'm like, why did you? He goes, why did you? Why did you go out there and take this guy or crack this guy? I'm like. Did because he was dying. They lost the airway. He goes, but now I got to take care of him. He's unfunded, gunshot to the head. He's brain dead. And now you dump this on me. I'm like, dude, f you. 
and I hung up on him. What is unfunded? What's no insurance. Empty, empty, empty uh, wallet biopsy. What's he worried? What's he wor- So what's the doctor? He just wanted you to let him die? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, now he's got to take, that's take care of this guy. In America, kids. Now let he's got. Now he's got to take care of this guy, right? Yeah. At what point do you go from a nasopharyngeal airway kit to a trach? No, oh, when, when there's <laughs> easy. <What> the <laughs> <hell>? Seth. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> whoa. Yes, Seth. I mean, whoever. I mean, honest, honest, whap with that type of wording. Talk dirty to me. I just, I had a question. Sorry. When you have mid-face trauma, and you can't get, you can't get the, you can't get the kid or the 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 bones are all smashed, or there's just blood everywhere, and you just got to bypass it. I mean, it's a straight shot. I mean, I can crack somebody in 15 seconds. Oh right. Whereas traking somebody can take a minute or two, even an easy trach. I mean, even uh, intubation could take a minute or two, right. even in an easy intubation, if you don't get the curve of the tube just right, and you can't oh, see the, the suction, but, yeah. you know, it's 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 way more definitive. Now, Dan, are you cutting this guy's throat with no anesthesia? I mean, it's just... He's dying. He doesn't care. <laughs> Dan didn't care. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, he was dying. Didn't I didn't care. <laughs> but, I mean, Dan, is it in today in today's medicine? Is is it like you know? Uh, is I think under you have time to do it? Is underfunded do it a, a thing? Meaning like they will? Yeah, it's been a thing for a lot it's of years. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. Oh, so man. like if you know they they roll in Bubba Clem with uh, you know Loomis uh, horrible insurance, and they uh, it's going to take a lot of money to save me, but they can. Or, you know, uh, maybe not so much. I mean, you know, right? You know, I, I had to deal with this about 15 years ago. Um, a guy got admitted to, I think it was Bayfront. And it was a big car accident trauma. And he was a client of Stephen and Jay's. And he was also like a like a, like a secondary friend of the family, like the long guy's pool guy. <laughs> big right, country so. 2988 with 10,000 bits. Oh, my God. And we'll be calling that guy today for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Big country, 2988. I love you, kid. 10 G's deep, buddy. Anyway, go ahead. So I talked to the ER. I mean, I talked to the uh, the guy in the hospital that's taking care of him. And I'm like, listen, this guy's a friend of mine. Take good care of him. He goes, oh, no, I think he's going to be okay. We have this, 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 and this. And we're going to stabilize that, that, and that. And he should be fine. I'm like, okay, great. Thank you very much for taking care of him. So about five days later, I get a frantic call from Steven. And they're about to pull the plug on the guy. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, they're, they're about to pull the plug. They says he's dying. There's nothing they can do. They just want to pull the plug. I'm like, hold on a second. So I called the same guy. I'm like, hey, a-hole, four days ago, this guy was perfectly salvageable because he's got no insurance. You're going to pull the freaking plug on him? Are you kidding me? If you do that, I am going to come after you so hard, you son of a... I mean, I started screaming at the guy. Lo and behold, guy makes a miraculous recovery and is discharged from the hospital in perfect condition almost, except for his like initial injuries. Like eight days later, but he's paying him, you know, twenty six bucks a month for the rest of his life. Yeah, he get that negotiated. He <laughs> can negotiate that down. Dr. But they Dance. were gonna kill him because he didn't have money. Doctor Dan said the guy was salvageable. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't want ever to be described as that. I know. Can you imagine <laughs> if you're only salvageable? I know. Yeah, that's the word, salvageable. God, I gotta get better insurance. A golden rule. Get out of here. <laughs> we'll kill you. Sam, don't. There's two ways to get killed in the hospital. Well, now there's a third way. That don't is, don't have insurance. Don't have insurance. Let me write these have, down. Have, it, have an actual <laughs> fatal situation. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. Right, I'm talking so, about how to get killed in the hospital. Okay, okay great. One, don't, no don't insurance. Right. Number two, um, ha- nowadays it's like have COVID. Right. They're gonna. They, yeah. they just want to go ahead get and pay out from the government. Yeah, and the third one is if you're an organ donor. Yeah, you know what? I'm an organ, organ donor, and I'm so I'm gonna. Uh, I'm dead three know, times we keep, over. We dead. keep telling you to change that, Bubba. I know. They pull the plug so fast. If you got decent organs and you're under sixty. Oh, jeez. Although I do have a, I have a kidney stone on deck. No, I, no. I've oh, had, no. I've had so many of them that I know when one is. Like, it's brewing. Well, it's it's probably traveling, Dan. It's probably going from my kidney down to my penis. Now that what what the ureter? Yes. When can we expect it around the Super Bowl, Bubba? What is this like a hurricane here? It, We're tracking it, Bubba's kidney stones. Listen, I've probably had fifteen of them, and it, it all it, it it you can never once it's there's no pain when it's floating around in your kidneys. It right. only starts hurting when it starts trying to travel out, right? Yeah, because it's got to stretch out a big little, uh, stretch out a skinny little tube. I mean, yeah. you're talking about something the size of the end of an eraser going through a tube that's smaller than a pen cartridge. Yeah. Aren't you going to be on the grater a lot? Won't that help break well, it up? A- actually, does it? it doesn't help break it up, but all the equipment that I run helps move it. It doesn't break it up, but it lodges it, you know. It Finally, through through my piping. So now, are you taking Flomax? Yes, du- I actually self-prescribe myself double. Like I'm taking. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes you sense. Should probably take a little Cialis too. 
For what? It shrinks your prostate. Oh. Helps it get through. And so I'll be like laying nice during the show, you know? Laying nice during the show, number one. And your your stone will have a an easier path to travel. There you go. Dr. Dan, is there anything Bubba can do? Let me Wi-Fi. Let me Wi-Fi. Let me Wi-Fi. My God, Iggy let me Iggy McGillicuddy, $100 cash. God, I'm in the corner me. over here now. Sorry, Bubba. Wait till you, you get. Wait till you know my. Wait till you might do my studio remodel on me, and I got you even more. Like the the kids' table is like you know, inside the shower. Or That's a hot spotted in. I don't know. I got to get with Blitz and lay out some stuff. Is there anything that Bubba can do to not have to deal with kidney stones every couple of months? You know, some people say that it's a change of diet can help, but some people, no matter what kind of diet change you make, they still form stones. When I first started getting stones. Uh, Dr. Uh, Mark had me go to a specific uh, stone doctor, and they took samples of my stone. Ki- of my kidney stone. Right. And they're like, it's a body pH imbalance. It's not food-related or calcium-related. It's a pH thing. So why don't you help with your pH? Why don't yeah. you adjust it? They didn't have, I mean, they didn't, they didn't offer that. They didn't oh, tell you, they didn't tell like you apple which way to go? vinegar or something? Are you too acidy or too basic-y? I think I'm too acidy. Because they're because they're because they're crystal like they're crystallized. Really, I got one over here. You want to see it, Dan? Mm. You should probably have one analyzed again because it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Do you ever drink water, fixes. Bubba? Oh, that's, no, that's like me. <laughs> I thought it was a kidney stone. Do you, imagine you think you're taking a Viagra? You end up dropping a stone. <laughs> Dan, what, what? Oh, here's here's one. Would that hurt you if you eat a kidney stone? No, it may chew up your throat a little bit. Depends on how rough it is. You're, you're, you won't get an erection, though. Let me come here for a second. No, I, I cleaned this in alcohol and everything like that. It, it soaked out. Whatever. It's fine. Here, hold on. Lummy doesn't care. But have, don't him, have him put it back in, Lummy, and, and bring it back. That's my, that's my show stone. <laughs> Is it next to your show knife? I, I can't that's, that happens to be on the smaller end of ones that I get. That's my latest one that I got about six months ago. And, can, and feel how sharp it is. Yeah, it's like a pebble from outside. Yeah, but if you... There's two pieces to it. Does it break? No, you just probably broke it. Dude, I just gently put it out onto the... Who cares? Paper. We're going to get another one here soon. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Lummy. And what is that, about five, six millimeters? Yeah, I'd say that. What's the biggest one you've ever passed? Twelve. Oh, Whoa. God. I can't imagine. It's like a fist. Oh, and you're not supposed to get fisted there. Not you, there. It's not no. a good place for Wait, fisting. 12 millimeters? That's over a centimeter. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's the worst. That's big. So you, oh, can, that's half an inch. So as many it's a 50 as, caliber bullet. As oh. many as I've had, you you just know what happens. So what happens is it feels like you're constipated when when it's traveling. Oh it feel, you feel like you're constipated. Help. And then you... But in the front. But yes, oh. front constipation. <laughs> thank, thank you. Sorry. Front, I'm a doctor. Front constipation. <laughs> She's fascinated then, by your pain, Bubba. And then right at the most lower part of your abdomen, like right where your pubic mound hits your waistline, you know, that yeah. kind of area right there, it's, it feels like somebody's like has 10 ice picks just stuck right in there. Well, that That's where like it's fun. stuck. That's where the stone is stuck. And it's those little, 10 little spikes sticking out of that stone that are sticking into your urethra, causing all that pain. So then it kind of, you know, you, it hurts for like a day or two, and then it kind of goes away. Uh, and then... It goes to your penis, like the actual into that part of the plumbing. Is that like labor? Like you're giving no, birth? Not, no, you're just clogged. It doesn't really hurt once it's in your penis. It oh. only it doesn't really hurt, but you can feel it in there. And can you r- kind of jiggle it out? No, you really can't. Like you can't. You can't milk it, jiggle it, or no, work not, it. Not really. You can't milk it. No, mm-hmm. it's like trying to milk a stone through your jeans. You can't. Yeah, you can't milk a stone. <clears throat> and so, I mean, like, you can't milk a sand, bur- a sand spur. Yeah. Off of, you know? It's just like a sand spur. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine a sand spur inside of your plumbing. Inside of your pee plumbing. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So, the, the, usually, the, the, the urination before you're going to pass it is as you're holding your penis, your penis kind of like, like cocks like a gun, like kind of, it literally physically goes, and then you know it's like really in it's the right last, there. it's in the last couple of, you know, it's inches. It's on the precipice. And then the next urination, you're, you're peeing and all of a sudden it just goes, because you're peeing in like a cup so you can, re, you know, retain it. And it just goes, and then once once it finally pops, it's like, oh, it's almost like orgasming. It's like, oh. Can you have it so bad that you can't even urinate? Yeah, like you, get, you become clogged. 
Uh, yes. I feel like that can that can kill you, right? Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Bubba Clem. A lot of people get infections Bubba from Bubba Clem killed for being clogged. I would, I, am I the only person that's had kidney stones here? Yeah. Women, yeah. Do women have them ever? Yeah. yeah, but they have a short urethra, so it doesn't hurt as much because it's easier to pass. Would you recommend Bubba just tries water, Dr. Dan? Or you no, don't sure. I think water is possible. I drink. <laughs> I think <laughs> possible. Well, water could help. Seth, I drink some water in it. <laughs> Seth, I drink a lot of water. Bubba, I've never seen you drink water. But what do you just drink so water? you know, just so you know, Seth, though, this can of Munster still counts as 16 ounces of water. What? It yeah. still counts as water. It's a, yeah. it's a clear liquid. Clear liquids are clear liquids, period. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's like, as soon as you open up your medical book, that's the first thing it says. Doesn't liquid? caffeine dehydrate you? If you're not used to it. Okay. Oh, but we're used to it. I mean, caffeine's like Fred Flintstone vitamin Wait, compared are, to what I got going Dr. on. Dr. Dan, are you saying that water and Monster are the same thing? They're right. both they're both counted as clear liquids. If you yes. were to drink a beer like a Miller Lite, did the water used to make that beer, yep. is that uh, count as water too? Yep. Oh, vodka, right. Is vodka water? Woo. Yep. Oh, no. Lummy's the most hydrated guy. I'm the most hydrated one here. 